0: Uh, Last week we read over the Lord's Prayer, but we didn't dive into it, and that was intentional, not because I didn't think it was important, or I was just like, ah, just a prayer, we can skip over that. No, it's so important, so we're going to go back on it today, and our whole lesson is going to be dedicated to these few verses, and we're going to dive deep into what Jesus is saying about this prayer. Uh, so last week we talked about how we need to check our motives when we're doing things like giving and praying and fasting. Um, and I kind of challenged us to give up one thing, to pray for one thing, and to fast from one thing. Anyone that was here, um, so anyone that did do that challenge and that wants to share, how did it impact you? I'm trying to be more intentional, hmm. more often. Yeah. So like. I chose to give I didn't really give up I, I just focused on okay this week you need to really give lots of grace mm-hmm. and so maybe I cheated a little bit on <laughs> <of> challenge <laughs> yeah. but I um, decided to put give and I just found myself being a lot more intentional with Luke and like mm-hmm. his toddler he's too. he's not tired you know just being more patient and being more mm-hmm. loving yeah, And so, I don't know, with all three of the things that you told us to do, I just found myself being more intentional about That's awesome. what it was I was praying about, what it was I was giving or giving up. Or That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, like, second that for me. I was so much more intentional, and I feel like my prayer life, especially this week, has just deepened, which has been really sweet. Like, yeah. yesterday I... I went on a like just a walk and had this like really sweet time with the Lord where I just prayed, and I just like got lost in the prayer. That's been a long time since that's happened. But throughout the week, I just felt just very intimate and close with the Lord, which I think just came from being doing those things intentionally, like giving, fasting, praying, doing all those things, thinking about them all the time makes you more intentional, which is cool. Um, yeah. Any other? I I can't, can't forget. I don't remember who was here, and but okay, cool. Well, if you guys didn't do it this week, I encourage you to do it next week. I think I'm gonna keep doing what I chose to do, um, just because it was like really good to do it for one week, so I might as well do it for two weeks. So the challenge was to give up one thing, so it could be anything, or I guess give one thing, so like give more grace, or give more money than you usually do, or give your time to someone who needs it. I think it was both, right? From one thing, so give Yes. Thing, give another thing. Yeah. Yeah, so it was give up one thing or give one thing, pray, commit to pray for one thing, and then fast from one thing. Um, So that was like the challenge as a whole. So I really encourage that. It was really good. Um, So, yeah, this prayer is an outline, uh, the Lord's Prayer, going back to the topic of the lesson the Lord's Prayer is an outline for how Jesus is telling his followers for how they should pray Um, so it's not necessarily you have to pray it word-for-word he's not saying this is how you should pray this is the only way even though you can certainly pray the prayer word-for-word you can totally do that Um, but this is also just an outline for he's like this is how you should teach yourself to pray this is how you should discipline yourself to pray Um, so this is just a very basic question but why do we pray Why is that a thing that is so important in our lives?
1: It connects us to
0: God. Yeah.
2: And it's kind of cool to see, like, whenever you pray for something, and then, like, you actually see, like, that prayer being answered, Like, maybe not even in a way that you want it to. It just kind of feels like God is there
0: and has a plan. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, the first thing I wrote down was Mm connects us to God. Yeah. Yeah, why else do we pray? Yeah, go for <laughs> I,
2: I think it kind of puts all the pressure onto God and not so much on ourselves. Like I find whenever like I pray more, like I'm, I'm, less like worried, I guess. Mm. And I also feel like I don't know, like I want to say like less like selfish, like not selfish, like oh I, I don't want everything to be good for me, but less like narc- narcissistic or sustaining more yeah. depending on like God and, and what He wants. Yeah, even though like all it is is just talking. God, like that's not all it is, but clearly that's sometimes it's all it takes is just to talk to him. Yeah. Tell him like the worries and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It creates this like dependence on him. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, because we can. Yeah. Like people it, at certain times in the Old Testament couldn't, like they couldn't talk hmm. to him, like, they couldn't bring things, like they had to go through someone else, or just trust that he's kind of there and. Yeah, yeah, we can. Like, yeah. they used to have to go through with the high priest who would then go before God, and he wasn't even really, like, he had to do a bunch of stuff to get to God, but, like, like we used to get to go to God anytime we want. It's this amazing privilege that we don't deserve. I say all the time. I'm so thankful I live on this side of yes. Jesus. Yeah. Because I, I would probably be a horrible Christian if I was <laughs> because I, I can talk to the Lord whenever I want, I could, mm have so much access to him. Yeah, we're definitely living in a very, like, blessed part of history.
2: Yes. I Yes. No, I know there is like an answer to this question, but I don't know, like, the exact answer, so I'm just curious. So, like, back then, before, like, Jesus, there were some people who did pray to God, but not through mm-hmm. the temple? What, is that just, like, God's sovereignty and all that, or?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, That's a really good question. Like, Abraham and Moses yeah. and all of them. Mm-hmm yeah yeah and they definitely did pray to god and i i do think that a lot of like there were like people that did pray Mm -hmm. without a high priest i do know that you had to have the high priest to go to to sacrifice for your sins Mm -hmm. and so maybe it was like as long as your sins were atoned for the high priest interceded for you Mm -hmm. therefore you could talk to god Mm -hmm. would you say that would be right andrea probably yeah that's a really good question. I mean, I, I know there's there's definitely people who understood what the whole Jesus God thing was about mm-hmm. before the masses. Yeah. So like the prophets understood it way quicker than uh-huh. the people that they were and Abraham and Moses like our our big title characters mm-hmm. in that one. I think they just understood it better and they the Lord came to them. Yeah. They had a one track like a one a one-way radio or whatever with God because he came to them. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's so true. Because a lot of those people, um, you see God coming to them. like. Well, and I would think that some people, like, they sang songs and they're like, praise the Lord. You know, David wrote all these songs. mm -hmm. It's like, I have a hard time thinking that nobody prayed. Uh Uh-huh. But it wasn't common. It wasn't something that was, like, part of, like, you might be wrong. But, like, every time we read through it or we study through it or anything like that in the Old Testament, I'm just, they have so much separation. Hmm. Yeah. And they did pray. Yeah. It wasn't as close of a prayer as we That's had, a good way to put know? it. That's a good way to put it. Because there was such a, there were so many rules and regulations and sacrifices, and like, there's like this big gap between them, but now like that gap has been closed because of Jesus. And so it's like, I mean, who knows exactly how they prayed, but we know that we have this intimate like, opportunity to pray to God. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. And that's an excellent question, at least. Mm-hmm. I'm now encouraged to go look into that more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I learn about that yeah. Learn
2: about what, like, the actual, like, blessing of communicating with God now. Yes. And
0: then that will help us do it more. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not just, like, a to-do list. Like, all right, got to sit down and pray for 20 minutes, check it off, now I can go about my day. It's, like it's just this relationship and you can tell how much you love god by how much you pray so like for example i i love luke more than anyone right so i talk to luke more than anyone like he we talk like at night we talk in the morning Like, he's, like, the person that I'm always talking to because I love him. And so, like, obviously my love for him is shown in the way that I communicate with him. And the same goes for our relationship with God. The more that you love God, the more close that you feel to him, the more you're going to find yourself talking to him. And so if you examine your life and you see, I'm not really talking to God that much, you might need to question, where is my heart at when it comes to thinking about my Heavenly Father? Where's my heart at when it comes to talking about my Savior, to talking to my Savior? Because our love for God is reflected in the way that we talk to Him and how much we talk to Him.
2: That's cool. So that also means that like God's love for us is reflected in how He talks to us. Because He literally mm-hmm. sent His Son to die for us. Yeah. So then He can talk to us. And so then we can have a relationship with Him and mm-hmm. a way to get to heaven. So praying doesn't only show our love for Him, but He's already shown His love for us huh.
0: through like Jesus. That's so good. Lisa, would you like to teach yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come take my seat. At <laughs> just no, 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 no. Don't don't be quiet. You're just spitting fire over here today. But yeah, it's so true. And when we think about prayer as like I love God, but He loves me more, and it's like this. Like He went through every single like. Way to get us to be able to pray to him, like you said, at least, like he's the one that sent his son for us and stuff. When we think about it like that, it's like I have no choice but to pray because it's just, it's just love, you know? Yeah. Well, if you think about the relationship that we have with God, right? We're children, Mm -hmm. he's our father. How often do kids want to talk to their dad? (laughs) all of the time yeah all of the time all day where's dad what's dad doing yes is dad running when I was watching him one time he just like kept like walking up to David's like office door yeah like reaching for the handle and I was like Luke you can't do that but kids want to talk to their dad all the time Uh so we not only should talk to our father all the time we should want to like yeah like a little kid like daddy's not working we get to talk to him I'm so excited we should have that all day long yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we should but it's not always like that it's like especially in my heart sometimes i'm like man the last thing i want to do is pray but that's when we get to ask the lord to help us pray all right well that was just supposed to be an intro so we have a long way to go so buckle in um matthew 6 9 through 13 is the lord's prayer um Elise, can you go ahead and read that for us wait what were the
1: verses again
0: matthew 6 9 through 13
2: okay. this then is how you should our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we have forgiven our debtors.
0: And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Uh, awesome. Thank you. Um, so, this prayer is broken down into two sections. The first section is all about God, the second section is where we come in with our own concerns. Um, so, we're going to Walk through this line by line and like really break down what jesus is saying here and again this prayer is not something that you have to pray word for word even though you absolutely can i know many people that like say this prayer line by line word by word um every morning but if your heart's not in the right place it means nothing right we talked about that last week um so just use this as an outline um so the prayer starts with our father in heaven showing us that all our prayers should always start with god Um, And this is especially convicting to me this week because I was evaluating my prayer life um, because I was teaching over prayer. So I was like, I need to look at the way I'm praying and make sure that I'm living up to this expectation. But I noticed that when I pray, I dive right into like what I need. So I'm like, dear Heavenly Father, um, I need you and I need this and I need this to change and please help this person, help me. And... And I totally jump over who I'm talking to. Um, So Jesus, when he says, pray like this, pray our Father in heaven, he's encouraging us to really think about who we're talking to. You're talking to the almighty, holy, perfect, eternal God of the entire universe. (laughs) Like, don't skip over that part. It's this, like, crazy thing that we get to approach, like, God who sits enthroned in heaven. And when we really think about that, when we address God for who he is and we spend time in our prayer, Thinking about who he is, praising him for who he is, it changes the way we pray, and it changes everything that comes after it. Um, so why would it help us, like, focus in our prayers? Because sometimes my mind goes everywhere when I pray. So focusing on who God is, why would that help us, like, with the rest of our prayer? Because we're focusing more on him. Than yeah. Us. Yeah, the attention goes away from us. It goes on to him. Yeah. Purely from a, like, communication Really understand who you're talking to, you can communicate with me better. Hmm. Like I would not communicate with you the same way I communicate with before I'd hope it not. It would right? <laughs> yeah. You would feel totally insulted. And <laughs> yeah. You would be like, Mom, no, I have no idea you <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. when we really understand who we're talking to, you know, the, the Lord of everyone, our Father, all of the names that we call Him, hmm. we can bring everything to Him. Yeah. And open, transparent. Hearts and, you know, pray how we should. Yeah, yeah, we have to like get our hearts in the right place almost. And that usually comes from thinking about who God is. Yeah, that's good. And we're so forgetful, right? Like I forget in the middle of my prayers sometime who I'm praying to. And then I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, God of all creation. That's who I'm talking to. Um, so like we're supposed to start with God, think about God, praise God. Just like Maddie said, take ourselves out of the picture and focus on him because um, he holds all things together, he's in charge of all things, he gets all the glory, and we forget that all the time. And so starting our prayers with who God is will change your prayer life and change the way you pray. Um, the next line is, hallowed be thy name. And this kind of goes with the previous part um, that we are praying like for his glory. We're praying that his name would be honored. Um, Jesus wants to pray in a way that is honoring and worshiping and all... Um, admiring and like, he wants us to praise him for who he is and pray that his name would be honored throughout the world. Um, So prayer is an act of worship. Um, So we think like usually when we worship, we're singing a song or um, we're in our car worshiping to worship music, which is absolutely worship, but actually prayer is an act of worship. Uh, We wanna hallow, hallow the name of God. Hallow? Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. We want to bring glory to the name of God in our prayers. Um, all treasures um, fail in comparison to God. And so we are praising him for who he is, for what he's done for us, for just being himself. Um, and we are praying that the name of the Lord would be honored. Um, what an awesome way to pray and what an awesome thing to pray that the name of God would be honored. Um, and the crazy thing is if you pray that, it's always going to come true because god that's a promise of God. God's like, "My name will be glorified, my name will be honored." So if you pray it, you're guaranteed guaranteed to see His name be glorified, because that's a promise of his, so kind of cool. Um, the next line is "Your kingdom come." So we've hit on this before, but when the Bible speaks of the kingdom of God, what does that mean? Like the kingdom of God, your kingdom come." What are they talking about? Heaven? Heaven? Yes, yeah, Heaven for sure. yeah. Yeah, how would you guys explain the kingdom of God to somebody? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I always ask you guys the questions I don't know how to explain. So, I mean, the kingdom of God is not just heaven. We're part mm-hmm. of that, right? Yeah. And we are not in heaven. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know how <laughs> to explain it to someone who doesn't understand that. Like, the kingdom of God is heaven, hmm. first and foremost, but it includes us, too. Hmm. We're, like, the little worker bees for the kingdom <laughs> yeah. of heaven, and we're, like, yeah. you know, we're part of it, right? We've got, like, a, like a reservation, I guess. I don't know. I, we're part of it, but mm-hmm. we're, like, separate currently, but yeah. we're still there. It's one of those things that's really hard to say in words. Like the Trinity? Yeah. Because they're all part of each other, but they're separate. Yeah. Like, we're part of the kingdom of heaven, but we're not in heaven. Yeah. Or the kingdom of God. It's like the already not yet type thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What I was, like, thinking of, like, like, because I struggle with the same thing. I'm like, how do you explain the kingdom of God? Because as soon as we know Jesus Christ is our Savior, we're part of that kingdom. And that kingdom is where God reigns, um, where Jesus reigns, where there is no sin, where Revelation one four tells us that he's going to wipe all our tears away, and then the kingdom is going to come, and that's in heaven. That's when, that's when all of us are in heaven. God has um, come and redeemed his earth, um, and we're going to live forever with him with no sin, no pain, um, no tears anymore, which is going to be like amazing. Um, so it's like the kingdom coming is the Lord coming back, saving his people, destroying sin once and for all, and then us living in the perfect kingdom. Because, like, right now, we're part of the kingdom of God, but we're not there, if that makes sense. So it's like we're almost praying for a spot? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, because we already have a spot. We already have a spot. But when we pray for the kingdom to come, we're praying, like, like basically, Jesus, come, da- come back. Come, it, come back and redeem the earth.
2: Would it kind of be, like, compared to, like, uh, like a kid when they're adopted, but, like, mm-hmm. they still, like, Live in an orphanage, or they still like live without their adoptive parents yet. kind mm, Maybe. It's like that in between. Yeah. Part where like they know they're adopted, but they haven't like actually moved into the parents' house yet. Like they are a part of their family. Yeah. But they just haven't moved into the house yet. That's and good. And the parents still love them, but they're just not in the house yet. Mm. So is that kind of like?
0: That's good. I like, yeah, yeah, I would say that's a really good way to explain it. Elise, you're Julie
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, like, you just there, so yeah.
0: I Elise is teaching in a few weeks, so. she's teaching next week oh uh, (laughs) (laughs) julia what were you gonna say i forget oh okay well if it comes back to you spit it out (laughs) 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 so this part of the prayer tells us that it's good to ask god to come back so good to ask jesus to come back to save his people to bring us back to heaven that his his plan of redemption would just come to a finish because um, we want to pray and long for the day that we're in heaven forever, and God has complete has complete reign. He already has complete reign, but where there's like literally no more sin, um, and the kingdom of God coming to completion. Um, so, why would it be a good thing to pray for Jesus to come back if it's going to happen anyway, whether we pray it or not? Everything's going to happen anyway, whether we pray it or not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So true. <laughs> I think you know Hmm. am like, yeah, she's that you just that you do. And yeah. It's like something that, like, people tell you and that you need about. Hmm. You're like, oh, okay, what happened? Yeah. Whatever. And just, like, glaze over it. Writing it is, like, basically telling them, like, I hey, feel like I'm really for you to come back
0: whenever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, telling him that we're ready. Mm-hmm. Reminding ourselves, like, there's so much more to this world than now. Well, yeah. when he comes back during our lifetime, that is going to be the greatest day. <laughs> ever. Yes, it's going to be. It's going to be yeah. after a whole bunch of crazy, crazy things happening. But yeah. like, wow. yeah, like saying "Lord, I'm ready." Like, "Your kingdom come." Is I'm ready for the most exciting day ever. So you just come whenever you're ready. Yeah, okay, you're waiting. For it. Like, yeah. and, you're pray, it and praying and <laughs> praying it, praying it makes us more excited for it, and yeah. so like. God created us, and he knows that, like, when we pray, when we talk about things, we get more excited or we get more passionate about it. So he's like, pray for my kingdom to come so that you actually desire my kingdom to come. Um, He's really – he knows us. He knows the way we work, and he does that on purpose. Um, But, yeah, if you want to study um, the book of Revelation, which is all about um, the end of times. (laughs) Um, Andrea used to teach a really awesome Bible study on it. But also, don't be afraid of big, hard books. Like, dive into Revelation, have a good commentary, and you can conquer the world if you have a good commentary. So (laughs) don't be scared of books like that. Um, All right, next line is, Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is one of the scariest things to pray. Your will be done. Um, Because the will of God does not always mean the easy-peasy, lemon squeezy street for us no in fact usually it's the complete opposite it means that we might suffer it means that we might go through trials it means that god's will for us might be not at all what we saw coming not at all what we wanted um god's will might be that i get in a car wreck on the way home and i'm paralyzed like that might be his will not like he is the one that like like Brought evil like, to me, but he's the one that said, I will allow that to happen to Riley because my glory is going to be brought out of it. And so when I pray, Lord, your will be done, I'm basically opening up my life for the will of the Lord to come and take over and see and basically use my life for whatever he sees um, fit. Um, so although sin and evil are never, they never come from the hand of God. God does not sin, God does no evil. The Lord fulfills his will by using by not letting sin and evil ruin his will, but he brings his will about it anyway. Um, so we're not supposed to get cancer. We're not supposed to get sick. We're not supposed to get in car wrecks. Um, we're not supposed to witness our parents go through a divorce. We're not supposed to do like, we're, that's not the way it's supposed to be, but God is so powerful that he uses those terrible things and he still brings his will. He brings his glory out of it in some way. Um, because God, God is not conquered by sin; He conquered sin, and this is one of the ways that He shows it is by bringing His glory out of it anyway. Um, so He might glorify Himself by healing us of cancer. We could pray, "If I get cancer one day, I'm definitely going to pray, Lord, if it's Your will, please heal me." He might glorify Himself in my life by healing me of cancer, but He also could choose to not glorify Him. To, he could also choose to not heal me of cancer, if that means that He will be glorified in a way that I could not even see. Um, so i can 't even imagine how hard that would be, like I have no like I have no idea what that would be like, um, but praying God, your will be done is something that um, is so hard, but it brings glory to God and it does something crazy to our hearts it um, It conforms our hearts to His will because um, when you 're walking with the Lord and you 're talking with the Lord and you know him and you 're praying that your heart would be transformed into a heart like His. Your His will is actually going to become your will, um, which is really cool to think about. Um, so when we pray, your will be done, we are taking the life that we want and we're giving it to the Lord. So like the life that I so badly want is working a job that i love uh, being married to someone that i love having kids who love me and i love them and living in a nice house and growing a family and serving the lord and loving the lord and like being able to run and do all my stuff and live a happy healthy life but when i pray lord your will be done i'm taking those things that i want and i'm laying them before the lord's feet and i'm like. Lord, your will be done. Like you take what I am, you take my life, and you do whatever you want with it, for your glory, because Lord, I don't know what's best for me, only you do. Um, and that means that we have to hold everything loosely. Um, so my question for you guys is, has there ever been in your a time in your life where God's will was different than your will? And what was that like for you? Yes. Yes. And what was it like? And it was hard. Yeah. And that's a very extreme example, right? Like there are other much more simple things. Like I wasn't top twenty in high school. And I really wanted to be I was twenty two. I knew for a fact there were at least two or three people who cheated all the time in front of me and they never got caught. Okay, mm. right, so there's a trivial example, but like <laughs> so difficult. Or mm-hmm. it's <laughs> so hard because <clears throat> on the one hand, like Top twenty, whatever. I, I was very smart, super organized, did all the stuff, made all the grades, whatever. And I fell short of this goal that I had been reaching for for forever, and that's devastating, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's horrible, Um, and it's not fun to fall short of something that you've been working for and reaching for. And then on the other hand, losing a
1: baby—that
0: was the Lord's will. And so it's really hard to be like. It was so awful. It was so terrible. It was so, you know, all these things. Because you guys have heard me talk. The Lord blessed us and has continued to bless us over and over and over through that experience. Mm-hmm. And my faith was shaped in new ways. And our family dynamic and the way that we pray for other, like other things were strengthened and deepened during that time that might not have been developed in those ways if the Lord had allowed us to keep that baby, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and so, it's it's what you're saying. Whatever the Lord has planned is better. Mm. For what reason? I have no idea. I may never know why yeah. the Lord took a child from us, but he did it for some reason. Mm-hmm. It was for something good. It was something to glorify him. And even if I never see the fruit of that, mm. everything that doesn't go our way, We right, have to trust that the Lord ordained it. For a certain reason you know yeah yeah I, mean, I was talking to my aunt a couple of days after we found out and she recently lost a couple and I just kept telling her I was like I don't she was like you're know, not gonna know why it happened it's gonna feel really difficult it's gonna be really hard here are the things you're gonna be thinking to yourself blah 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 and I said well this is good because if nothing else my niece loses a child. Hmm. I'm going to be able to tell her what you told me and to share in those ways and she was able to pray for us in ways that no one else could hmm. because they didn't know how to pray for us, yeah. you know, and so maybe the Lord has prepared my heart to pray for someone else in those ways or to support someone else in those ways that they might not have been able to be supported in however many years right. if I hadn't also gone through, you know. It's
1: hmm.
0: so like we can sit here and feel horrible about all the things that the lord has chosen a different direction for us or i do this all the time and it's probably not a good thing and i probably should stop but <laughs> i sit here and i'm like how is the lord going to use this like what if Riley was a baby in the next however many years like i'm going to be able to pray for her so well i'm going to be able to pray for her and know what she's thinking maybe not exactly what she's thinking like you know it. I will be able I would be able to pray for whoever it is right. in totally different ways that I would never have been able to even understand because I have now been through this. Mm. Right. Yeah. And yeah. that wouldn't have been possible if yeah. the Lord didn't have us go through that. It's and i so just think to myself, I'm gonna be able to be such a blessing to someone who goes through this horrible thing because I have been through this horrible like Yeah. And that's an odd way to look at it. Most Mm-mm. people do not look at it. No, but that it's way. it's biblical because I mean, like in Colossians 1, it says, Blessed be the God of all comfort who comforts us in our affliction, that we might comfort others in their affliction. Yes! <laughs> so, like, <Perfect. laughs> he comforted you so, like, so well. So well. Like, so he surrounded well. you in this, like, blanket of comfort, whether it's from other people or just from his presence, so that now one day, whoever you run into that maybe struggled with the same thing that you and David walked through, will be able to, you'll be able to comfort them the same way that you felt that. And you will be a blessing. And that will just be one of the many things God does to glorify himself through something that is so tragic. And and he, it was his will. Yeah. It's exactly what he wanted, Hmm. which is so good. Yeah. It means that I didn't mess anything up. Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And that goes for everything, right? Something as trivial as top 20 or something as tragic as losing a child, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't mess anything up in my grades. I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything that was not good enough. Mm-hmm. I was exactly as good as the Lord needed me to be. Yeah. It was exactly shown, exactly the way that he needed it to be, perfectly. So much freedom in that. So much! Because he needs out a total screw-up. Yeah. It's so comforting. Yeah, it, it means that he's sovereign. Nice. Well, you think that you're just a mess. Yes. So many, I bet. Yeah, like, oh, so good. It's so wonderful, because if the Lord's will is being done in my life, I cannot screw it up. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it is his will. Yeah. No matter what I do, it will be done. That's good. It's so wonderful. Yeah, so much like whoo, like peace and like lots of burdens released from our chest. That was a really long. Answer. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> Andrea, stop apologizing. It's called coffee and conversations. This is true. Not coffee and listen to Riley talk. <laughs> um, yeah, any other things that you guys like feel like you'd like to share a time in your life where God's will was different than your will?
1: Um, a couple years ago, I was supposed to go to YWAM, and at the end of the year, it just kind of didn't happen, and the words kind of took it away. And I was really upset about it, but then I came into the picture, um, and I ended up meeting some of my best friends now on that, on that trip, and a lot of the girls I met there struggle with the same thing I struggle with, and it just has given, like every, like all the girls there, like we each have to like, each other, to talk to you, even though we don't live close. Um, and that has also given me confidence and courage to talk more about what I struggle with openly. I'm hmm. um, so, like, had I gone to Women and had I not gone with AFN, like I just, it, I just wouldn't be the same. Yeah, I wouldn't have the same confidence. I have to talk about this stuff. I talk about and. I just,
0: I just wouldn't be the same. It would be very different. Yeah. God definitely knew what you needed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's many times in my life that my will was different than God's will. Um, one of the things that I think was most is most clear to me is I used to love running so much. Like, it was my life. I could not do life without running which is so funny and I'm not even like good at running. It was just like the action of running. And I broke my hip from running and I was on my couch for three months, crutched like I was on crutches. I couldn't run, I couldn't do anything. And during that time, the Lord broke down my idol of constantly needing to literally run. And he showed me that he was enough and it was a tough lesson to learn. And, but it's changed the way that like I view that and that's definitely an idol that I struggle with is just like it sounds so like weird but fitness is an idol that I struggle with um but it's it helped me open my eyes to like okay um this is not okay the Lord needs to be number one um and God's will was that my hip would break at 20 (laughs) so that I would learn that I needed to cling to him and trust in him more than I trusted in anything else Um, So Jesus is the perfect example of how to pray this prayer. He prays it in Matthew 26. Um, I'll read that for us real fast. Matthew 26, 36 through 39. Um, Then Jesus went with them to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And talking with him, Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful even to death. Remain here and watch with me. And going a little farther, he fell on his face and prayed, "Father, if if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will." So this was this was Jesus Jesus's darkest moment. He knows that he's about to die. He knows he's about to die in the most. Horrible way um, crucifixion, and he brings his request to the Lord, Lord, let there please be another way. Please do not pour your wrath upon me. Lord, please don't let me go to the cross. Lord, my will is that I would not suffer in this way. But nevertheless, not your will, but my will be done. And what was God's will? For him to die on the cross. And how was God's glory brought out of something so terrible? everyone ever gets to be in heaven i will be in heaven andrea will be in heaven you guys will be in heaven if you trust in jesus as your savior and god gets the glory out of that and it's glory beyond what we could ever imagine and even jesus prayed this prayer of lord i don't want this please take it away from me but not my will but your will be done Um, and then we get to reap the benefits of that Um, because you and I get this amazing relationship with the Lord because of Jesus, and we're saved from our sins, we're saved from ourselves, and we're restored and made new in Christ. Um, So yeah, this was the first part of the Lord's Prayer, and I can't believe we've already been talking for 35 minutes. So, hustle it up. I'm just kidding. We're going to still take our time. Well, hit all the points that we need to hit. Anyway, all right, focus. Um, <laughs> uh, the next part of, this, of the prayer is where we come in with our own requests. So this part of the prayer shows us that it is okay to bring your your worries, your struggles, what you need before the Lord. In fact, it's encouraged, but only after you praise God for who he is, you know? Um, So the next line is, give us this day our daily bread. Um, So we can pray for what we need every day. Um, Do you have a need? You can pray for it. Do you struggle with something? Pray for it. Do you have someone in your life who needs prayer? Pray for them. Um, We can pray for finances. We can pray for health concerns, for worries, doubts, fears anxiety you can pray for everything that you go through everything that you need you can pray to the Lord for Um, bring it to your good father who's listening to you who loves you who cares for you and listens to every single word that comes out of your mouth Um, and I've asked this question other times but God will always God will provide for us however his will seems fit he's gonna provide so why would we pray that he would provide if he's gonna do whatever he wants anyway why would we pray
2: Like yesterday, I worked at Friendship Kids with the toddlers, and there was this one kid, and he has like problems with like asking for help. But, and like we, us teachers have been like working on that, cause like we're always, we're not always gonna know what he needs. Um, so we would literally like wait for him to ask us for help while he like struggles to put on his shoes. Yeah. So, like, ask for help. And I don't know. I mean, that's not exactly what God does, but like I think He definitely wants us to trust Him.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, how often are we the little kid that sh- doesn't want to ask for help as we t- tie our yeah. shoes?
2: And it's so funny because like sometimes it also shows like just how powerful God is because like once we actually ask him for help, like sometimes like God will come and ride in Ryan that second and like help us. Yeah. Like literally if that kid like just would ask me to help me put on, help him put on his shoes, I would like do it in five seconds. Yeah. Um, And it would just show that he can trust me and that I'm also huh. better
1: than <laughs> Yeah. <you. laughs>
0: I'm a better shoe tire than you, little <laughs> <shoe> boy. <laughs> <laughs> Watch me tie this. <laughs> yeah. also to get like confidence, too. like I look at one of my kids and she doesn't talk to any of the other teachers. Like she refuses. Yeah. I'm like, go ask. I'll be right here. Like, go mm-hmm. ahead. Go ask. Like, you're safe. You're fine. Like she's like, I forgot to tell my teacher that she would be smarties. And I was like, okay, I'll walk with you. And then we get down there. She's like, you have to ask her you have to ask her like no you're a big girl you can do it like, it's like a push almost like if like they give us the like, confidence we need to provide that he will yeah so um, yeah that's good confidence yeah it also gives us kind of an understanding that he's the one that provides those things mm-hmm. right give us the same you take it quite literally give me food every day Lord yeah so like we need to understand that we don't have food because Walmart was open because mm. I make enough money to feed us. We have food because the Lord has provided a job, mm. a store really close to us. Like, the Lord has provided all the things for us to get that. Or, yeah. you know, somebody says, hey, come over and we'll have a snack or whatever. He's provided food through that way. For, yeah. You know, it, it all comes from the Lord. Mm. He uses all types of ways to get it to us, but acknowledging it. Mm. Asking for it from the Lord helps us to remember that it's from Him in the first hmm. place. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I feel like that brings me more joy when I think of, like, when you made us hummus the other night, which was so delicious. Andrea makes the best hummus. Um, I, like, it would be, it's like, yes, Andrea made this, but this, this is the Lord providing for my late night snacking needs in the form of hummus through Andrea's amazing cooking. That's like so much more joyful to think about. At least made a weird face. Maybe mm. it's not. No, I didn't <laughs> <You know. laughs> right. well, Oh, sorry, maybe maybe even not. Or even if you think it's just about like your basic needs or your family's basic needs. Yeah. Like, how much more sweet and wonderful and just warm is it to think about like the Lord provided all of this? Like I mm. start to like I start to cry when I think about it because like the Lord has given us a house. Mm. We're not in an apartment right now. What a blessing. We yeah. have David has a job, which Mm -hmm. means I don't have to work. And he has a job that makes us plenty of money so that we don't like we're not on a two stream budget. We're not like rich by any means, but like (laughs) we can do things like have people over and provide the snack. We can you know. We have a healthy child, we have Hmm. a warm house, we are churches right down the road. Like I (laughs) all of the things that the Lord has given us in life, or the things that we have or the things that we see, any of it. Yeah becomes so much sweeter and hmm. so much more wonderful when they remember they are from God. Yeah. Like it's so so much better. And then he gets more glory. So it's yes. like, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, and the action of praying helps us remember that. Like praying, "Lord, provide for me and thank you for providing for me." It like binds our hearts to his and makes it so much sweeter. Um, we're reminding ourselves of like who he is and what he's done for us and what he will continue to do for us if we trust in him. Um, but yeah, perfectly put, Andrea. I'm so. We have like so many awesome people that are going to be teaching soon. We have Maddie and Andrea and Elise and Delaney. And Delaney. Like also just throwing this out there, especially like like if you feel like the Lord has put it on your heart. Like, this this teaching table is open to anybody. So if you, like, want to try teaching, let me know. You can do it. Like, you really can. You can have the, have the area. And you'll be oh. so good at it. And you'll be so good at it. And this is the best place to try it because we all know each other. We love each other. And we're not going to sit here and be like, boo, throw stones. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, sorry, side note. Back on track. The next line is, and forgive us our debts. Um, So this shows us that prayer should always include confession. Why should it always include confession? Because we always sin. I sin every day and I therefore want to confess my sins every day because not like it's like this somber thing where I'm like, oh Lord, I am such a sinner and I did this and this and this and this to like feel bad about myself. But I'm bringing these things that I did wrong that I failed in before the Lord. So that I can be forgiven of them. And then also just simply acknowledging it before the Lord helps me change. You know, because at least I'm acknowledging what's wrong. And I'm receiving forgiveness for it. And then I'm praying that the Lord would change that in my heart. And that's how sanctification happens. You, The Lord reveals it to you. You, are, you ask for forgiveness. You're forgiven from it. And then you change. That's how it goes. And we talk about this in our Exodus study a lot. Because Pharaoh has this problem where he does a lot of false um, repenting where he's like, Oh Lord, I have sinned. Moses, go pray for me. And please plead on my behalf and get God to stop sending me all these plagues. And then Moses does it. And then Pharaoh goes right back to his old ways. Um, so there's something about actually connecting with the Lord, praying, confessing your sins, realizing how much you've been forgiven of, and then changing your life and the spirit helping you change. Um, that prayer like does that for us. Like we get to do that with the Lord. The spirit's helping us, guiding us, changing us um so yeah confession not always fun but always worth it always worth it um so confess what you did that day and if you can't think of anything ask the Lord to reveal it to you because I don't think there's one day in my whole life that I have not sinned (laughs) like we sin every day so we need to make sure we're constantly asking the Lord for forgiveness um and you are forgiven like this is not something where you should go home and you should just sit in your shame and your guilt no Pray and get the forgiveness and then feel like the grace and the mercy of God poured out on you. Uh, that's going to make you love him so much more. Um, it's important for us to regularly confess sins because it humbles us, right? It reminds us that we're, we can't do this on our own. We're, we, we can't um, work through the Christian life in, on our own. We need the Lord and we need his constant grace in our life. Um, and it reminds us of our need of him. Um, and it reminds us of the gospel, right? That we are sinners saved by grace, um, saved by Jesus Christ alone. And it provides room for sanctification. If you're not confessing, how are you gonna how are you gonna get that sin out of your life? You got to confess, chop it off, and let the Lord sanctify you. Um, God wants to make us more like Christ, which is one of the most that, that's like the biggest blessing. One of the biggest blessings of the Christian life is that we get to be more and more like Christ. Um, as I grow in my walk with the Lord, that is become, that's becoming one of my greatest desires is that I would just be more like Jesus. Because I see how I'm not like Jesus, and I'm like, yeah, make me more like him. And if you don't have that desire in you, pray for it, and he'll put it there. And then it'll just be that That thing inside of you that's like, ah, I want to be like Jesus. Ah. And you <laughs> I don't know if you guys relate to that at all, but um, God is so gracious to us when he shows us our sin. Like that's actually an act of grace. He's, he's not trying to um, like hammer you down to the ground, make you feel like you're nothing. He reveals to us where we fall short so that we can forgive, so we can be forgiven and be changed. It's an act of grace. Um, so yeah, we Confess our sins. And the next line is, so because we have, let me read it all. Um, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Um, so this shows us we have a duty to forgive others in our prayers. Um, and we talked about this, I think, in the Beatitudes of how God, there's something with forgiveness that if we're not forgiving someone else. It shows a lot about our hearts because we understand the greatness of how we've been forgiven. So therefore we should forgive those who have hurt us. Um, so it shows us that we need prayer in order to forgive someone. If you're trying to forgive someone on your own, you're never going to forgive them. You need to pray. You need to pray for the Lord to give you strength. You need to pray for the Lord to show you, um, how much you have been forgiven so that you, he can work that in you to forgive someone, even someone who's hurt you deeply. Um, which is so hard to do, but not impossible by the Spirit. Um, and skipping down to verse fourteen and fifteen, it says, "For you forgive others their trespasses, are, for if you forgive others your trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others of their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses." pretty scary like (laughs) that's like what and that's not inconsistent with the rest of scripture it's very clear that once we realize how much we've been forgiven forgiveness should flow out of us not like it's going to be easy to flow out of us um, but you have to continually remind yourself of how much you've been forgiven that way you're a person that forgives quickly Um, so yeah does forgiving someone always look like butterflies and rainbows No. that's actually like the question I wrote down in my notes Butterflies and rainbows. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Why doesn't it look like butterflies and rainbows? Cause
1: it's hard. Mhm. The other person isn't always ready like, to be forgiven. Like even if they're the one that wronged you, they're like not always ready to like admit that something went wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah. The other person might not be on the same track you are. Yep. Yep. That's really tough. And also, we like to be right. Yeah. Confidence. We have prideful hearts. Mm. And so for me to say, or I need to ask for your forgiveness, mm. or well, I guess this is the opposite, so maybe I should talk <laughs> But, like, we like to be right, right? Yeah. So, like, I, if I'm asking you for forgiveness, that is hard. Yeah. And you, as another prideful human, you like to be on top of the world. <laughs> yeah. I, why should I forgive you? Like, you yeah. were wrong. Yeah, you like, should be begging me. You should be me for like, my forgiveness. Why are you asking for Like, you just want to wipe the like, slate clean? like Yeah. That's not enough. We need justice. We need, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and we need to fight. <laughs> <it, it, it, laughs> forgiveness as a concept means that you, it's over. Yeah. We don't talk about it anymore. It's not a problem anymore. We don't let it affect anything. And we can't do that. Hmm. We can't do that well. If you and I had some giant fight today, what that would be so difficult to overcome and to get through and it would likely affect our relationship even in subtle ways for Mm. a really long time right because it's so hard for us to give perfect forgiveness Mm. and we should yeah i'm not saying that like it's not achievable and we should and that's what this is talking about we need to be forgiving Mm. and accepted and all of it, but like it's so hard yeah it's so and hard if you're not ready if the other person's not ready it's even harder <laughs> yeah. I you yeah I want you to be like oh okay like I want us to be okay I want us to be on the same page it's so hard when hmm. one person doesn't accept yeah 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 so going off of that how do we know when we've truly forgiven someone then like how do we know that even if they are not responding to us, how do we know like our hearts we've been we forgive someone? I feel like a weight lifted off your shoulders, like you, yeah. you try but eventually they'll, they'll come around. Yeah. You okay. feel the freedom of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you talk to them, when you see them, when you think about them, when you pray for them, <laughs> mm-hmm. you don't have this like well rather don't. Know <laughs> you know you don't have, you don't have this like little, little thing in the back of your head saying well she took your coffee she stole your girl or she did or whatever
1: yeah. you don't like look
0: at her and think oh. you don't and think about them you don't pray for them and be like lord I pray for Riley because supposed <laughs> to." different like you walk up to them hmm. with love and yeah. you pray for them with love and you don't have this little nagging bit of whatever hmm. Eating it then. Yeah. You see it. Even if you're really good at faking it and nobody knows what you're thinking, because <laughs> your heart is in your the wrong heart place. Is in the wrong place. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That and like I think, cause okay, just being real. Sometimes the people in my life that I've forgiven, it'll be like a year down the road from the point where I claimed that I had forgiven them, where I'll think about like maybe what they did wrong and it still irks me. So in that moment. I have to immediately take that before the Lord and ask him to help me. So, like, forgiveness isn't always a feeling. It's not always like, oh, now it's rainbows and butterflies. It's like a constant, it's a constant battle. And especially, like, the deeper they hurt you, probably the deeper you have to go and praying, like, to help, for help to forgive them. You know, but no matter what someone has done against you, and I, I seriously mean it, no matter what they do, whatever whatever they've done to you or someone else, it is possible to forgive them by the power of the Holy Spirit through the grace and forgiveness that you have received in Christ, no matter the sin, no matter who it is um, and that's the crazy thing about God all right, Whoo. guys, time is flying. Um, last line it's so good Uh, and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil this line has changed the way that I pray about myself and pray for other people that are struggling with sin because it gives us this awesome thing that we can actually pray that temptation would be kept away from someone. So if I know that someone in my life is struggling with a sin, I can literally pray, Lord, protect them from temptation. Keep it away from them. Don't let it come near them. Um, And Lord, if it does come near them, if temptation does come, would you give them the strength to withstand it? And I pray that for myself too. Like, Lord, do not let me be tempted today. But if you do allow me to be tempted, then please deliver me from it. Um, so we can lean into that. And we, we have victory over sin. People in our life that are struggling with sin, they can have victory over sin. Um, and this part of the prayer shows that we're, we're supposed to pray for that. We're supposed to pray that God would deliver us from temptation. Um, so, yeah, talk to God. Talk to Him all day long. Um, flee to Him when things go wrong. You can pray to Him about everything. Um, Andrea, you look like you might want to say something. I just am so excited. I love talking to, Like, the more we talk about praying and talking to the Lord, all of these specific things, like, how wonderful is it that we can pray not only for Him to, like, keep us and others strong against Yes. Him, but that He would just... Avoid it. Yes. Just take it away. Go with it. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. (laughs) Like we have that privilege to pray that. And he does answer that sometimes. Like I like I can see that in my life where some like some days when I'm serious about praying this, I don't feel temptation. And I'm like, wow, praise God, thank you. But also, disclaimer, I put this in my notes, I wanted to make sure I said it said it. God does not tempt us, right? And James it tells us, it's very clear that God does not tempt us, that we are tempted by our own desires. Um, so it's not like God is the one that is, you know, oh, here's temptation and here we go. Like, no, he doesn't do that. It's, like we can ask him to guide our hearts yes. away from it. Yeah. Like, how wonderful. Our God is sovereign over yes. our own thoughts and our own feelings and so our good. own deceitful heart. And we can just say, Lord, take my heart today. Just yeah. you guide it. I should not be in charge. I have not good... Like, how wonderful is it that we can ask Him to do these things? Yeah. (sighs) And this, This like... (laughs) I keep saying this over and over again, but prayer is a way that we, like, mold our heart to His will or He molds our heart to His will. And so we start out praying to Him, and then we pray for His will to be done, and we pray for His glory to be done, and we pray for Him to provide our needs. And then we pray, Lord, deliver me from temptation. And it's just, like... It's just, like, constantly, like... Like we're reminding ourselves who he is, and he's the one that he's the only one that can save us. Um, So yeah, so good, and I'm so excited that you guys are excited about this because we're doing an activity. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it's not like anything like super awesome, amazing. Oh, it is awesome, amazing because you guys are in praying. Um, But what I want you guys to do is I want you to find your own spot in the church, anywhere you want. I don't think there's anyone here, Um, so find your own spot, and we're gonna take. I think, what time is it? Let's take 15 minutes. You think that's a good amount of time? Take 15 minutes. I just want you guys to pray. And I want you to have your Bibles open, and I want you to walk through your prayer the same way that the Lord's prayers is laid out. So you don't have to say it word for word, but just walk through it the way that it, it orders. Um, talk to God and just pray to him. Spend time with him. You can journal. You can listen to music if that's the way that you like to pray. Um, and then after 15 minutes, we'll come back, and we'll pray together. And that will be that. Sound good? Great. All right. See you at 11.15.